Angela and I have big plans for 2020. A new stamp in our passports, maybe a bathroom renovation. We definitely didn't expect to be worried about our income. When life takes you out of one comfort zone, your Regents Banker has helpful tools and advice to help you find a new one. It's a relief to have a plan for whatever comes next. Make your financial plan at regents.com slash brave the beginning. Regents Bank, member FDIC. Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Regions Business Radio. Regions Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning, member FDIC. Now, here's your host, J.D. Mueller. Hey, good morning. Nice to have everybody with us this morning and uh, with the uh, Regions Business Radio podcast, Regions Bank member FDIC. See what I did there, Mike? Very good. Yes, uh, we got a great show today. It is, I can't believe it's February already, February 12th, and uh, there's been a lot going on uh, in business uh, over the last six weeks of 2021. Um, So I'm excited about our guest today. Before I give you a little bit of a sort of a business update, um, let you know who's in studio with us today. Thomas Mathias is a buddy of mine from Regions Bank. He runs our global trade department, and um, he has some really great wisdom and experience as it relates to international business and especially for some of our Gwinnett businesses that deal internationally with uh, letters of credit, import, export, things like that. So you're going to get to meet Thomas in a minute. Uh, you're going to enjoy that conversation. Then another buddy, Bill Marriott with the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the tournament. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the charities that they support and opportunities for you, our uh, Gwinnett business community, to, uh, to get involved uh, there as well. So two great guys, some great content today that we hope uh, will, will help you get better in running your business or even uh, more involved in supporting our community um, uh, through through our guests and our friends. So um, just wanted to mention a couple things as it relates to, to business. If you're a business owner, a business executive, uh, and you haven't been made aware yet, uh, the, the SBA and the, and the federal government have made available uh, PPP2. So if, um, if you uh, meet the criteria to receive a, a PPP2 loan, um, we would recommend that you talk to two people, your CPA and your banker. Uh, we're not uh, necessarily saying, hey, everybody come to Regents. We're saying that you have a relationship at a bank and um, and you need PPP2 money. Uh, please call your banker. I, I, I Every Friday I go to a local restaurant for breakfast uh, up in Brazelton, Papa Jack's. Mike knows it. Uh, so, does, so does Bill. Uh, you know, we love the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit at Papa Jack's, but I was talking to him last week uh, about PPP2, and he didn't know uh, some of the parameters there um, to qualify. And uh, th- there's there's broader parameters. There are more people that are eligible this this round, a different set of uh, companies that are eligible. Um, and, and then I would say, in addition to calling your bank, please, please, please make sure that you're working with your CPA as it relates to um, PPP application and then in future forgiveness or currently currently um, if you uh, if you have a PPP1 loan and it's time to seek forgiveness 
uh, you 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 must be working with your CPA on that as well. Um, so 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 just some points of of uh, of preference or excuse me points of reference uh, for PPP as that's sort of the hot topic in any conversation uh, in, in the business world right now. So remember PPP two act is active. Consult your CPA and PPP forgiveness is also those windows are open. And again, don't make a move without your CPA. Uh, part of my intro is always to talk about regions values. Um, our values are very, very uh, near and dear to us. Uh, you will oftentimes be able to identify, I hope, regions values with anyone that you meet from our team. Yesterday on um, uh, Business Radio X, we had Mia Hubbard. Um, she did a great job. She runs our, our branches in Gwinnett. And um, she, she espoused uh, some of our values on that interview. But, but just a reminder, um, our values are to put people first. We had a great podcast a, a month ago on, on the idea of putting people first. Do what is right. Focus on your customer. Reach higher and enjoy life. Um, if you look at those values, uh, you know, maybe a bank, maybe a, a nonprofit, any, any for-profit company also could embrace those values because they're very meaningful. So um, at Regions also, uh, finally from my opening intro, is um, we had a very good year last year. This is all public knowledge. Um, you, can, you can find it on our earnings report, and many of our analysts uh, cover us, and um, we're very proud of our performance, especially in a year like 2020. Um, we, we perform well for our shareholders, but uh, I think what I'm most proud of is we perform well for our customers. Um, you know, uh, the, the volume of PPP loans that we did, uh, the ability to grow loans in a year like 2020 was um, almost unheard of. So we had a really nice year of performance broadly, uh, meaning that we acquired great new customers that enjoyed their experience at the bank, whether it was in a branch or with our commercial team, um, but also uh, – uh, for our shareholders and our stakeholders in our communities um, as we as we uh, expanded uh, some of our community support uh, efforts. So it's a good year. 2020 was a good year at Regions, and we're looking forward to a great 2021. So um, with that with that intro, let me let me turn to my friend Thomas Mathias. Good morning, JD. How are you? Good, good. So glad you came up to spend <laughs> some time with me. Um, glad to be here. Look, I'm very excited. Uh, every time we talk, I learn something new. Uh, your knowledge about your specialty in the commercial banking area um, is is really unmatched, especially in a market like Gwinnett. Um, our competitors and our friends in banking do not have a resource locally, uh, you know, headquartered like yourself. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your experience. Give us a little verbal resume. Thank you. Thank you for that, J.D. Good to be here. Um, well, as you know, I've been with the bank for about six years now, but my career in global trade has been upwards of 25 years. And the thing I like about global trade is that it's really a win-win for our customers here in the Atlanta area and their customers outside the U.S., okay? Trade facilitates an opportunity for both sides of the equation to benefit and become profitable in what they're doing. So I love my job. Uh, what I do, I bring the rest of the world to Gwinnett. Nice. I bring, I bring Atlanta and Georgia to the rest of the world. So from that standpoint, I support 
all my bankers all around the geography that are helping their customers export and or import. Okay. Uh, the world is global. <laughs> we are in a globalized world, and there are so much benefits from buying abroad and selling abroad. You know, at the end of the day, uh, we only have 5% of the world's consumers here in the U.S. 95% of our consumers are outside the U.S. So wow. I really like bridging that gap between, you know, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia, the U.S., and the rest of the world. So, so, so question. I mean, you mean a company in Gwinnett? Yes. They purchase something from a company in India? Yes. Don't they just send them some money and get their goods and that's no, it? Oh, no. <laughs> Much more complicated than that. How so? Um, well, you don't know the customer, you know, and there's a lot of fraud, a lot of theft, a lot mm. of, um, you know, bad, you know, actors out there. What we do, we help mitigate that repayment risk. Okay. We help also provide longer payment terms so that it's a win-win for the buyer and the seller. In banking, we talk about, you know, the cash conversion cycle, which is a time in which you have to pay somebody. Well, in business, we know the longer you have to pay back your bills, the better. So what I do, I help the companies that are importing get longer repayment terms, and the company that is selling get paid today. So it's a win-win yeah. on both sides of the equation. Very good. How often do you have conversations, and this is a little bit off script already, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. No problem. How often do you have conversations with businesses in the Atlanta area that do not realize that you can help them with their cash conversions? Oh, man, we, daily. Really? Daily. You know, people may not know this, but the Atlanta MSA is the 16th largest MSA in the country. We've grown over 7% since 2016, from 19th rank to 16th rank. Houston, Texas, of course, with all the oil and gas, they are number one. But think about it, Atlanta, top 16th exporting, um, you know, international MSA in the entire country. Wow. So we have exporters here and importers here. Yeah. Now, you and I talk a lot about uh, there's some public data that's available. Yes. And, and we, we have an idea of our neighbors in and around Gwinnett that either import or export. Absolutely. Um, you know, so, so we have an ability to get to know folks that are, that are, you know, taking those business transactions very seriously. Absolutely. Um, when, when you go in and you introduce yourself to them, what is one of the primary pain points that you most often hear from executives that are importers or exporters? The fact that their existing bank sometimes may not have a Thomas, <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite, 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 quite frankly. There's only uh, one Thomas. There's only one Thomas. Um, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, Americans travel abroad, abroad. We all have our passports. We all like taking vacations abroad. But we just don't do a lot of business abroad, surprisingly. Mm. We are the least uh, engaged from a business standpoint, economically developed country in the world. You know, as a percentage of GDP, Germany, different countries in Europe, you know, trade as a percentage of their GDP is a lot much higher. Okay. We are happy selling to each other. You know, I can make a big sale from Texas to New York, from New York to California, and I'd be happy. Who wants to spend a lot of time trying to find that buyer in India or China? Yeah. But when you do, you experience higher profitability, higher sales volume, 
and you need to diversify your revenues. Mm-hmm. So that means that you're never ever dependent on one geography or one market to have success. So right now, when which we're having a hard time coming through the pandemic, guess what? China's already a step ahead of us. Mm. So are other markets. Yeah. So whereas your sales could be down in the U.S., you could diversify those same opportunities outside the U.S. and still continue growing. Gotcha. So for me, just a, a lot of times, you know, CEOs and CFOs alike don't know the resources available okay. here okay. at our bank or in general. And every county in Georgia has an economic development trade uh, hub. So the resources are here, but, you know, we, as a as an industry, haven't done a very good job of marketing our capabilities and how we can help you reach your customers across the ocean. Gotcha. Um, talk about some trends that you're seeing in global trade. You know, sort of what are the hot topics heading into 2021 in in your world? You know, coming out of coming out, I wish I wish I could say that, but still being in the pandemic and coming off the uh, China U.S. trade war. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies right now are rethinking, you know, just-in-time inventory system, when which, you know, you would buy things a week before you needed them, you know. Yeah. So companies are right now thinking about building up more inventory in warehouses. Yep. And they're also thinking about diversifying their supply chain uh, around the world. So instead of being 50% dependent on a Chinese importer, you may go to Taiwan or Europe or India to diversify that dependency on one supplier. Um, just to diversify that you're never solely dependent on one market, one supplier, one country. Um, and in that uh, regards, we're helping our customers engage with new suppliers, get the payment terms they desire, and mitigate the risk of, you know, I don't know you, yep. but I really want to buy from you, and I can't wait to get to know you. Well, a bank can come in and mitigate the concerns that they would have of sending money overseas to a new supplier not having a track record. We can help bridge that gap. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting, really, if you think Absolutely. about it. I'm going to paraphrase, Absolutely. put it in sort of JD vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we identify, so I'm running a manufacturing company, and I need some, I need something widgets. from <laughs> some widgets. Yeah. yeah, thank you. From Taiwan. Yep. And, and I find a vendor somehow. Yep. Uh, in Taiwan, um, but but COVID COVID restrictions don't allow me to travel to Taiwan. Absolutely, uh, we can zoom. I mean, everybody's yep. zooming these days. Um, but I need to know that if I place this order with this entity in Taiwan, that it's that I'm assured to get a the product that I ordered. The right. quality thereof, the quality, I guess, uh, yep. is to be determined. Absolutely. But the financial transaction. There you go. The financial transaction is what you help with. Absolutely. And so. So how do you look? I'm the, remember I'm run I'm making the widgets. <laughs> yep. I'm here in Gwinnett. I'm in Lawrenceville. I'm making yep. these widgets. Yep. How do you know about this company in Taiwan, or oh, what man. do you do to help me know about that company in Taiwan? Well, as you know, banks are the most regulated industry in the world. So we have bank relationships, even as regions bank, a super regional bank. We have bank relationships all around the world. Yeah. So we have bank partners in that particular country. Okay. That that particular supplier is a customer of. So we facilitate a bank-to-bank relationship. And what we do, we structure the transaction where in which each bank is relied upon for the due diligence on their customer. Mm. So the banks are making a commitment on behalf of their customer that my customer will ship whatever they're selling or they're going to pay for whatever they're buying. 
and vice versa. So we rely on the bank, the global network of banks to provide us credit-worthy and reliable customers from a repayment standpoint. Now, you know, the product may still come um, inefficient, but your payment will be protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, I mean, we're not going to get into the quality of the product. Right, we're, right. We're, we're verifying working within our network to make Absolutely. sure that you get paid on the terms that Repayment you've agreed Repayment risk. We, we mitigate as much as 99% to 100% of repayment risk. So you're going to get paid. The opportunity that we have as a super regional bank to bring your expertise with this type of knowledge, Absolutely. I think separates us from some of our competitors Absolutely. in this Absolutely. space. Absolutely, and in the last couple of years running, we have been the lender of choice uh, as far as activity with the SBA as well as the U.S. Export-Import Bank. So these are two agencies that are actively involved to support U.S. businesses exporting around the world. And we have been the top bank in both agencies for the last two years running because of our activity and probably because of our partnership with SBA and Exxon Bank folks right here in Georgia, right here in Atlanta. Yeah. And we have two great, fantastic um, colleagues I work with. You know, Edie and Doug, um, you know, they support our SBA efforts, and I do the Exxon Bank solely. But their partnership works. Yes, That it does. really, really works. And our expertise is, you know, over 25, 30 years each. And we bring such a wealth of knowledge to our customers that if you're a novice exporter, we get you going. If you're an experienced exporter, we get you going even further. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that That's compelling. I mean, I know what you do. Yep. I, I, we've been on sales calls together. Yeah. But as I think about the opportunity that you just had to introduce what we do to someone that doesn't know us, right. I think that was very – you. That was not just well done, but it was exactly what I'd hoped that that someone would hear from us today. That that was Absolutely. that was great. Um, we and we actually uh, conversationally touched on a lot of our topics. However, without saying a name, yep, we, we share a customer in Suwanee. Yes, um, that is actively uh, using some of our services, Absolutely. or or will soon be using some of our services to uh, manage their cash cycle. Right. Um, in that scenario, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you, yep. the, the sort of profile of the customer and then what we presented to them w the, without saying names. The, the profile of the customer is when you engage that supplier overseas, they have cash needs themselves. So they want to sell to you and get paid today. Correct. At the same time, it's going to take about 30 to 60 days on the water <laughs> to mm -hmm. import products from, from overseas, particularly China or anywhere in Asia. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to put that money out there because you're out of money for 60 days. Mm -hmm. That's not good for you. That's right. So you want to delay that payment. At the same time, your supplier overseas, he wants to get paid today. So we are taking a solution called supply chain financing to our smaller businesses and commercial companies all around Georgia. Supply chain finance is something that, you know, you think of with uh, Walmart and Costco, the big boys, you know, when which they're able to have a mom-and-pop supplier sell them product and say, go to my bank, my bank will pay you today, and they're happy. And they can get upwards of 180-day terms to pay back. Mm -hmm. That works in the U.S. very well. We have a big company like Costco or, Ho or Home Depot or Walmart selling to mom-and-pop anywhere. The, 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 the pricing is so advantageous to do such. But we found that overseas, 
even a small company here in Gwinnett, their cost of funding is much cheaper than it is in developed countries for dollars overseas. So we were able to bring a solution that's primarily for you know investment-grade companies to our mm. smaller commercial companies like our, our, our company in, um, in Swanee that is a big importer, and they're taking advantage of the lower cost of funding that the supply is benefiting from. The supply is also getting paid today, and they're only paying back their customers 180 days from now after they've received the product, yeah. Yeah. put it in their inventory, put it in their manufacturing process, and sell it. So technically, they're not paying us back to pay back the supplier until they've actually sold yeah. Yeah, what yeah. they've manufactured. Right. That's a win-win proposition for the importer yep. and also for the exporter. Wow. Um, that, that's, that's great, man. Um, we, need, we need to share this story with you know, hundreds of more businesses. Um, and, and that content is, I mean, what we're saying is we want to help you get paid more quickly. Absolutely. On both sides. We want to expand your business all around the world because what you produce, what you manufacture, what you're selling, you know, out of the offices here in Georgia, the rest of the world wants and needs yes, and can benefit from. You know, one of my best customers is a guy down in um, Hazelhurst, Georgia. Okay. And he sells pecans. Come on. And he's the fastest growing pecan company around the area. And he told me, you know what, Thomas? The Chinese just consume all our pecans. They love them. And they use it in all the delicacies. Really? And, and it's very uh, health conscious. So they've already figured out a way how to use a product that we manufacture here. Now, if you go down to Hazelhurst, you know that you know, pecans grow on every, everybody's trees. <laughs> and everybody picks up a bachelor and brings it to this company and they consolidate it. So everybody's making money off of that business. So he's a big consolidator. Okay. But the Chinese are so health conscious, they use this pecan and a number of delicacies that they eat often. We over here, you know. Falling out of the tree. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't really, you know, pecan, you know, give me my peanut butter and that's it. You know, but actual pecans yeah. are something the rest of the world is dying for. They really want it. You know, same with our lumber. You know, our, our yellow pine and other types of our products, you know, they need our lumber. You know, Chinese, they're growing such a tremendous real estate business. They need our lumber. So at the end of the day, when you have oversupply and demand in your market is not as strong, mm -hmm. but there's stronger demand for your product overseas mm -hmm. and they're willing to pay a premium, oh man, that's a win-win. Yeah. And we're here to help you identify those customers, yep. negotiate a sale, and get it going and make money. And don't forget, when you have an export business, you achieve diversification of your revenues, Yep. You have higher sales volume because, you know, like I said, you're reaching that 95% of the world's consumers. Mm -hmm. But because you're able to stamp that American product name on it, mm. you can charge a premium for those products and you can pay higher salaries. So more companies that are exporting, guess what they can do? They have higher salary levels for their employees. Wow. Because they're achieving higher profitability by selling abroad. Wow. So it's a win-win across the board. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. It um, really is. It you really know, is. You know, I said, I said when we got started, I learned something new from Thomas every time. He just, I mean, he just blew me away. Um, Thomas, thank you. What? Any any other comments? You, you know, think about somebody. And look, I, for everybody that wants that, that you can't see, we're on podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. Thomas has his notebook. He's got his <laughs> notes. He's he shared them with me via email. Yeah. 
and you know what, Thomas? What I love about it here's here's I was t- I was talking to my son about this the other day. I said, buddy, you know that someone is either telling the truth or they're knowledgeable about their topic when they can speak from the heart. And that's exactly, y'all can't see it on the podcast. (laughs) Thomas just shared his expertise and knowledge from his heart because this is what he does and this is what he does so well. Now, I'm not demeaning the fact that you were prepared, right? but our conversation hopefully was so good and helpful. Absolutely. That what's in you just comes out. It does. You know, JD, for me, you know, I've been traveling the world since I was a young man. And, you know, I see a lot of Americans when I travel abroad. And Americans have their passport and they travel. But what we have lacked doing is engaging the rest of the world as far as business. Mm -hmm. And what I'm here to advocate is that, you know, I'm a big believer in globalization because, you know, when you find that extra customer across the ocean, you can employ more Americans. And that's what these agencies are here for, whether it's SBA or Exxon Bank, is to support American jobs Amen. by exporting. Yeah. So, you know, I know in the last 10 years, globalization got a bad name, but it's really good for us Americans because guess what? We do a lot of things well. Yeah. <laughs> we do a lot of things that the rest of the world really, really needs and wants. Okay. Yeah. So from that standpoint, let's just share. Yeah. Let's let's sell it to them. And let's employ Americans in doing such. That's the win win. And it goes back to what we talked about earlier, you know, my region's values, you know. Yeah. What yeah, do I like most? Us. You know, hit it. Doing what is right. Yeah. You know, me helping you sell across the ocean employs Americans. Yeah. Lowers our unemployment rate and allows you to pay that employee more uh, salary because you have higher profitability by selling to India because India is dying for what you are manufacturing. They right. need it. You know, so we are by far the most developed country in the world. If anybody has traveled outside the U.S., you know that a lot of countries are so poorly developed, you know, dilapidated, you know, roads, infrastructure. You know, we're trying to rebuild our roads and infrastructure They've never had one. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. what are we selling, a G turbine or, you know, selling pecans or lumber or whatever? The rest of the world is dying for American engagement. And we as a bank, we welcome your partnership to make that happen. Yeah. You know, and don't be afraid. You know, it might be some tough go days at the beginning, but we will get you there. And once you accomplish sales overseas, like me, you're going to love it. Amen. Because it's a really, really a win-win for both sides of the equation. Yeah, it is. Now, now you say do what is right. But Absolutely. also what I heard, yep. also what I heard is yep. focus on your customer. Oh, most definitely. You know, because most everything definitely. that you just talked about was helping the customer achieve broader markets. Absolutely. Diversity. Yep. Higher revenue. Yep. Greater net profit. You know, all these things. And by the way, have you ever met a business owner that is only worried about his mortgage? Or her mortgage? No. They're worried about their employees. Their employees' mortgages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, I, having worked with you now for four years, I know you do what is right. Yeah. And I also know that you focus on your customer. And it's never about, hey, what can I, what can, what can I, what can I sign you up for? Absolutely. It's about, what are you trying to achieve? I'm Thomas Mathias from Regions Bank. I'm going to help you get there. There you go. Man, that is awesome. Thank you for being Thank I hope you. I hope you enjoyed that. You I did. did great, I man. did. Thank you. We're going to use this and uh, <laughs> meet some new people as a result. Absolutely. Uh, was that was great. That was great. Um, hey, by the way, my our, our washer and dryer went out, so, my, so we needed a new one. Yeah. And um, golly. The backlog. 
it's it's unbelievable. I bet I, I bet I called ten different places because there was this specific thing. Yep. My my lovely wife decided that she would do an informal Facebook poll about you know what's the best washer yep. and dryer. Yep. And of course, when everybody says and and you can't find stuff, you can't find, you stuff. Can't find stuff right now. And, and it's funny because uh, I think I told you this about maybe three four months ago, but I took a bike riding again. Yeah. During the pandemic. Uh huh. I couldn't find a bike. <laughs> I couldn't find bike parts. <laughs> really. You know so. What we're looking at is is how we manage our warehousing and our inventory. Mm-hmm. And we as a bank and help companies do that because we were somewhat over-reliant, not just on the rest of the world, but on one part of the world. Yep. So right now we're diversifying that to never be that dependent again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you're here. That, <laughs> that, that was really well. I also, so that was great. Thomas Mathias, Regions Bank, uh, one of my best friends at work. I appreciate Thank that. You. Always, appreciate always you. get something new from you. Um, and let, let's turn to uh, one of our local community partners, Bill Marriott. How you gonna How you gonna follow that, man? I just really want some pecans right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have them in Georgia. <laughs> we sure do. I can remember um, years ago going to my grandmother's house, um, and uh, she just had this bowl of, you know, unopened pecans. I never knew what to do with those things, but <laughs> it's like you're supposed to have them because we were in Atlanta. Um, so welcome. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Thank and, you. That and is going to be a, a hard act around. to follow. It is. It is. Uh, you're not from around here. I am not. Um, been in Georgia for about three years. Before that, uh, my whole life in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland area. Well, I sure have enjoyed getting to know you and have a new friendship and uh, what you're doing uh, for, for Gwinnett and, and our business community. Um, introduce our listeners to the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. The Mitsubishi Electric Classic, uh, PGA Tour Champions event played at TPC Sugarloaf every spring. Uh, traditionally in April, uh, starting in 2021, we'll be playing in May. May 10th through the 16th is our uh, tournament week this week, which we're very excited about. We think May is gonna be great for us. Um, we are a 501c3, and our, our number one goal is to impact the local community. Uh, our main beneficiaries are Children's Healthcare of Atlanta and the Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett, which is a oh, smaller yeah. school in Lawrenceville doing awesome things. Uh, we've had a partnership with them for a few years, so. Um, we benefit a number of smaller charities or smaller donations to some other charities, but those are our two big ones. Very good. Now, now wait a minute. I, I thought that a golf tournament was about, you know, birdies and and hopefully not many bogeys, but you know, in in lifting a a trophy at the end. You mean that a golf tournament is about more than golf? It is. I mean, that's all awesome. Very cool. That that's what's nice about what we do because we get to put on a very cool professional sporting event that uh, you know we have. Uh, Tom Watson and John Daly and Vijay Singh and all those guys come to town every year and people get to come out and experience that and entertain clients and have a great time. But at the end of the day, it's a, we're a 501c3 and all that money goes back into the local Gwinnett community. Wow. Wow. So you mentioned uh, children's health care. You mentioned uh, special needs schools of Gwinnett. Um, what type of impact have you had, I guess, financially or maybe even uh, volunteer-wise uh, with those uh, organizations and, and others? Well, financially, we are just shy of $2.6 million going back to the Gwinnett community in over seven years. Wow. Yeah, Did we're very, we're very two, proud of that. $2.6 million. $2.6 million. And la- last year... Oh, I was like, where's that coming from? Yeah, it's our live studio audience. Um, last year, even though we weren't able to host an event because the tour took a pause uh, at the beginning of the COVID crisis, we were still able to donate about $275,000 back to the community. Uh, so we're building, we're building fast. You know, our ultimate goal is to get to a point where we can donate maybe half a million dollars a year. So yeah. we're, 
and we're very proud of that. That is great. How um, I mean, how do folks get involved if 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 some local businesses would like to participate? What are some opportunities um, locally? There are a lot of different ways to get involved. Just come out and experience the event, and there's a lot of ways to do that. Whether it's just coming out generally and watching the tournament, coming out and hosting some clients at one of our hospitality venues. We have a very cool uh, experience to play with some professionals. Um, I know JD, I asked you earlier if you'd ever played with uh, or played in a pro am, but you have a junior am story. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, junior am with the AJGA uh, got to play a couple times with Spencer Ralston, who's now I guess a junior at UGA, and um, he qualified actually last year to play in the the, the event at Sea Pines, what uh, the Heritage. Oh, cool. You know, so of course he didn't get to put on the. Uh, the plaid jacket uh, as, a, as an amateur. But uh, I can't imagine what it's like to play with the pros um, because this this was a young young man. I mean, he was in high school when I played with him. Knew he was going to Georgia. Uh, also played with a, a, a young man that's at Alabama. And, um, golly, their balls went so far and so accurate. You know, I can't imagine. It's a different level. Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. And, and the guys on our tour, the PGA Tour champions, they're a little older. They're a little bit more relaxed. They've they've uh, had their success. They're they're just fortunate to be able to keep playing on a professional level, and so they put on a they just do a great job. They're very engaging. They're a lot of fun. Um, I know a lot of people get intimidated when they get up there on the first tee with you know <laughs> DJ Singh, and um, they're they're just great. They're, people have a, a lot a lot of fun. People come back year after year to do it over and over again. Yeah, I, I understand that some of our local businesses fly clients in from around the country to participate uh in the pro-am at mitsubishi electric sure Classic. mitsubishi electric specifically yeah. they bring in some of their dealers from all over the world to come we got play. 27 holes at at, at sugarloaf which ones are are used uh in the tournament and which ones are used for the pro-am Same so this one? year it's going to be stables meadows um yeah. which if which has been the traditional tournament track for a long time it went uh, the third nine is pines mm-hmm. which we played pines meadows in 2019 uh, TPC Sugarloaf has gone through a very big uh, $20 million renovation over the last few years. Each of the nines has, has a new look. And in 2019, Stables was under that renovation, so we weren't able to use it. But we're back for, for that track in 2021. It's going to yeah. be great. Now, now, we did that at an event for Special Needs School of Gwinnett, the Stables, right? That was um, that was the, the latter half of our round. That was a really nice nine holes that I'd never seen before. Yeah, I believe we did play Stables. I have to remember what we played on that track, on that tournament. But Stables is brand new. It's probably the most challenging yeah. nine of the three. Um, I know a lot of the TPC Sugarloaf members have been having a hard time getting around. Lately. Yeah, not very member-friendly, huh? Yeah. Hey, who designed that course over there? You know, we don't know. We need to look that up, huh? <laughs> it's not Don Ross. It's, uh, you know, not uh, McKenzie or any of those guys. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. You know, one of those... Um, tell me about the Birdies for Charity program. That's something that we talked about earlier. I'd like for the listeners to, to know Yeah, the Birdies that. for Charity program is a unique um, way for, for local businesses or individuals to donate to local charities through the tournament with a match of 10%. So should regions want to make a donation to a, a charity that's important to them, um, you run it through, our, through us, you donate through the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, and say it's a $1,000 donation, we will then in turn donate $1,100 to that uh, original charity of your choice so it's just a great program for us to give a little bit more back yeah. uh, for you guys to get a little, a little bit more out of your donation for the gen- the charity to benefit a little bit further all right personal question to some extent that i don't believe i've ever asked you before but um ah mike salmon coming through in the clutch greg norman that's right greg norman i should have known that 
Shame on both of us. I know. Shame on you too, Thomas, just, just to bring you back in the loop here. No. I mean, everybody should have known it was Greg Norman, the shark. That's right, the shark. <laughs> I mean, the shark who uh, prior to Jordan's meltdown at Augusta had the previously worst meltdown in Augusta prior to Rory's meltdown at Augusta. But that's, that's a whole other podcast topic. Meltdowns are, are very popular. We had a big VJ Singh meltdown in 2019, very famously, if anybody was paying attention. He hit three in the water in a row right from about 100 yards out on 18. You know, that 18th yeah, hole, our finishing yeah, hole. Yeah. He was about 100 yards out, had to get a little bit over the water. One, two, three, right in. Wow. Giving his caddy a hard time. Thought he was giving him the wrong yardage. <laughs> <laughs> Went from, I think he was, don't quote me on this, but I want to say he was uh, either tied for the lead or in second place before. And then he ended, I think he hit a 10 on that hole. So, really? That was it for him. Yeah, that'll melt you down. Yeah. That no, no kidding. Especially right there at the clubhouse. <laughs> Everybody watching. Yeah. At, at least when Jordan melted down on 12, it was way out. And look, there's a lot of people at Amen Court. But anyway. When you when you think about the tournament, when Bill Marriott gets up and you're thinking, I'm gonna I'm gonna go attack my day, are you thinking about golf or are you thinking about community? Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, a lot of our partners are golf fanatics. They like to come out and experience the event, they like to play golf. Um, but I guess people partner with us for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, people partner with us for the charitable inca- impact that we do. People cha- mm-hmm. uh, partner with us to have the experience of the golf tournament. Um, so when we're talking to a client and trying to figure out what's the most important thing for them, we try to tailor our sponsorships and our programs around, is it more community focused? Is it more entertainment focused? Or is it both? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, so, 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 so what you're telling me is you don't come out with a list of, here's our packages, take it or leave it. You say, what would you like to get from sponsoring, supporting this event? And yeah, hundred percent. We want to be a good partner. We want to deliver something that's important to our clients, and we're very flexible in that way. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, when you think about children's health care, you think about special needs school of Gwinnett um, too. I mean, I just if you if you've never been to children's health care um, to see the the children there. Um, you know, it's life changing. Yeah, I was kind of blown away by children's when I moved down here. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have anything of that caliber in the Baltimore market where, okay. where one hospital has really taken over children's health care for an entire metropolitan area. And I had a, a small uh, incident with my daughter when we moved, first moved down here, and everybody just said, just get down to children's. Just yeah. get down to children's. And we did. And it, I mean, she was fine. She had a great experience, but it's amazing what they do. And, and special needs schools of Gwinnett is um, a smaller charity but they've really grown a lot in the last few years and they just built a new school um they're doing awesome work up there right in lawrenceville if you haven't had a chance to check that campus out it's very cool yeah awesome awesome um what else could you tell us about the tournament or your your community focus that you'd like for folks to know well the only thing else i'll just touch on is that we are 100 percent having a tournament this year the PGA Tour Champions has been back up and running successfully since July, successfully and safely. Okay. Um, we're going to have uh, some protocols and, and regulations in place to ensure that there's safety for everybody. So we just um, want to kind of make sure that that's not an obstacle for people to come out and enjoy their time. We will have uh, a safety plan ready to be shared in the next couple of weeks, and um, we're just excited to be to be playing again. Yeah, yeah. So uh – I said it was going to be last, but I got to know um, who, you know, sort of uh, 
mainstream names that you're that are already confirmed who who's, who's well, who do we know is coming we, nobody's confirmed yet we won't know that till we get a little bit closer okay. but we tr- right. traditionally have the pga tour champions has a lot fewer events than mm-hmm. the pga tour so we traditionally get the full field you know tom watson john daly vj Singh, those guys you know there were some big names that just came on our tour last year ernie ells phil mickelson those are the big wild cards you know phil yeah. Phil's back and forth, you know, dominating on both tours, but sound bombing it. Yeah. He's hitting bombs. Yeah, he's a monster. You know, but he loves Sugarloaf. Yeah, loves Sugarloaf. Used to always play the Bell South Classic, um, so mm-hmm. we're crossing our fingers. Yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah, <laughs> the Bell South Classic. Um, I appreciate you being here today. Thank uh, you. Certainly hope that that um, you know, folks, uh, check us out. You know, uh, entertainment opportunities, uh, community support opportunities, and I love to. Uh, that that you referred to it. Hey, go to Children's, uh, Thomas. Don't you agree? If you're from around here and somebody tells you to go to Children's, you gotta go. You, and, and you know what it is. I mean, you Absolutely. don't have to go Children's Healthcare of Atlanta at Scottish Rite or at, because you know we have a couple of um, urgent care Children's up here in Gwinnett, and and you just you go to Hamilton Mill, you come down here to Duluth or whatever it is. So um, we're very proud to be associated with um, your event. Appreciate uh, your friendship, what you do for the community. Likewise, um, we appreciate it. Yeah, we're happy. Uh, I'm, I'm, this was a really nice day to spend with you, gentlemen. Thank you for spending Thank your you. Friday morning with me. Sure. Um, you know, with that said, we look forward to visiting again. Uh, expect to hear, uh, by the way, from from Thomas and some of our commercial bankers, if you're out there and you're a, a manufacturer, importer, exporter, as it may be. And then, um, and then finally would be, we hope to see you at Sugarloaf in May, which... Uh, just happens to be around uh, my birthday week, so uh, you'll see me out at Sugarloaf. When's your birthday? Uh, the thirteenth. So. Oh man, yeah, you have to uh, play in the pro am. I guess so. I guess so. So uh, we'll go out and find some folks that we can play with. So, uh, what was the date of the tournament again? Well, tournament week is May tenth through the sixteenth. Tournament play will be the fourteenth, fifteenth. So your, and your 16th. birthday is during the tournament. Well, it's during the pro am. Pro am. It's during the pro am. Yours is JD. Yeah. Yeah, mine's right after the tournament, man. Ah, missed missed it by a day or two. You, well, can't, you can't come. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure it out together, brother. Um, so thank you guys. I hope y'all um, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. And thank you for what you do for our businesses, for our communities. And um, you know, with that said, we're going to sign off from Regions Business Radio, brought to you by Regions Bank member FDIC.